Hello, I'm Matthew Dale. Welcome to Doctor Who's Line Is It? Anyway, where everything's made up and neither script nor canon matters. Listeners, welcome back to Doctor Who's Line Is It Anyway? Well, this week we're going to be getting to know some of our cast, some of the cast that we haven't previously done these uh, Meet the Cast sessions with. And this time we've got Suki, who's obviously been with us for quite a while, in fact, since episode 100. Crikey, that's, that's a third of our run ago. Um, and Nick, who has been with us very recently. He's our most recent acquisition and doing very well as well, I think. So uh, let's go over to me, who, who will take you over to them. Crikey, that's good, isn't it? <laughs> Hello then, listeners. Welcome to 2021. Can you believe it's 2021? Oh, Gosh. no. Don't want it. No. <laughs> you want to go back to 2020, do you? No, no. The year 19, of, the 1978, year please. 1978. <laughs> no, you can't go back to 1978. You won't have had City of Death. Oh, God. Good point. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. that's not exactly okay. uh, a boon, is it? Because it was crap. Oh, that's contentious, isn't it? <laughs> So, Suki, what are you saying here? I fell asleep. I've watched that three or four times now. I've always fallen asleep. No. Yeah, it's not brilliant. No. It's not all. Oh. Stunned. Oh, my Stunned. God. Oh, God. Mandela effect. What's this about? Oh, <laughs> well, you get on well with Craig. <laughs> I seem to remember Craig... Um, watched it and was was scared by it and and didn't really take to it at all for for that reason and then when yes. he rewatched it although he could he could appreciate how good it was 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 um swayed by his his earlier experiences oh dear. i think he gave it a four. Oh well Craig's a good of, lad you know yeah. four out of ten. Oh, that's scary it's it's yeah. a it's a beautiful story you know. It is. It is my favourite story. And, Did, and we, we ought to announce what's going on before we start talking. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who well, else? What we doing? Nick, Nick jumped straight in. I thought I'd better jump in straight with my Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Right. So, <clears throat> hello, listeners. Welcome to 2021. And uh, we're starting... Oh. The, uh, yes, we've had that. We're st- <laughs> We're starting this year with another one of our Meet the Cast sessions. We've got three people who we haven't currently had a chat with, although we have actually had a chat with two of them, but you've not heard it because it's one of those episodes that's lost in the mists of uh, damaged hard drives. Um, So with us tonight, we have Nick. Hello. And we have Suki. Hello. Now, Suki, you probably know about because Suki's been on everything. Uh, Nick, you probably oh, never heard is. before you listened to us uh, recently. So yeah. uh, we're going to find out a little bit more about them. So uh, let's start with you, Nick. What is your history with Doctor Who? Oh, my word. OK, so my earliest memory of Doctor Who is 
I think it was the repeat of Planet of the Spiders. Mm. Um, I remember being around at my grandparents' house with my with some of my cousins, and I think I think they repeated it the day before Robots, if I remember. I, right. Yes, it was yeah. very very close to as it I was, recall. wasn't it? Yeah, and I have a very vivid memory of sitting in front of my grandparents' black and white television with three of my cousins. And seeing John Pertwee regenerate into Tom Baker. And it amazed me. I was, I was three. I was three years old at the time. Wow. Uh, I, but I have a very vivid memory. And to be honest, many of my memories from that day, year, whatever onwards, are Doctor Who based. And I, mm-hmm. yeah, I have quite a vivid memory from three years upwards of memories associated with Doctor Who. So I remember Pyramids of Mars scaring me shitless. Um, having nightmares about Brain and Morbius. And when I think back, I'm thinking, well, I was three, four, five at the time, but the it stuck with me. And I loved it. I, I love being scared. Mm. Simple, simple as that. So that, that was where I sort of got my love of Doctor Who, and it hasn't stopped since, really. And, so and if you, I'm honest... You've stayed with the show for the whole time. Oh, totally. Totally, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, and I, if I'm honest, I, I love... To me, Doctor Who isn't science fiction. It's fantasy stroke horror. And I love that. You know, I I loved being scared. My memories of Doctor Who from the age of three are being totally scared by it, but loving it. Yeah. I suppose that's what comes with growing up with the Hitchcliffe era. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Um, And I, I do recall, you know, and funny enough, talking about City of Death, I remember that standing out for me because I do recall at the time I had no idea who like Graham Williams was or anything but like that yeah. but I do I do recall 1977-78 and I was only you know six or seven but thinking oh this has changed it's not quite as scary but obviously I still wanted to watch it yeah. but City, City of Death s- sort of stood out for me because it seemed very special um, and in hindsight you look back and you think oh well that's because so-and-so wrote it or so-and-so produced it but um but yeah, I've, I've stuck. I've stuck with it, and I, I love it. All of it. All of it. You know, there's no such thing as a bad Doctor Who story in my mind. No, no, I could completely agree. Um, do you have a favourite era or a favourite Doctor? Um, I, I was very tuned into. I mean, uh, Peter Davison came in when I was ten, ten yes. stroke, stroke eleven. Yeah. And I suddenly thought, oh, I feel a bit older now. And and he was really, in a sense, my first new doctor. I had, like I said, yeah, yeah, I had vague, vague memories of obviously Tom taking over, but Peter coming in. And that whole thing at the beginning of the 80s seemed very fresh as, as a country, as, as a world. We felt very fresh. And um, doctor, I, to my mind, Doctor Who kind of reflected that. There were new titles and it felt very zappy and, you know, colourful and um I, I have fond memories of the the early Davison is the first Davison era to be honest because yes. it seemed new and exciting and it still does when I look back on it now I think yeah this this was this was fun you know this was exciting yeah but again as, as a fan I, I love I love all of it you know I I, I couldn't say you know I, I can go from one day to another thinking well you know this is my favorite story or that's my favorite story you know, it's it's all good. I love it all. And this holds true of of since the series has come back in the twenty first century. Yeah, I yeah definitely. Um, in fact, I would say I uh, yeah I, I 
loved all of it. For me, I think Matt Smith is possibly up there for as one of my favourite doctors. Um, I think the Matt Smith era, and in fact, probably I appreciate that more now. Looking back, I think how good he was actually. Um, and I, yeah, I've loved all of it, but I've, I think the Matt Smith era in particular, I think it took it to a kind of a new level, really. Anybody who is a bit detrimental about Doctor Who, I think I, I think well, you can sort of say, to them, "Well, look, we'll look at another era." You know, there's so much to look look for there. You know, oh, there's God, so much yes. to write. To, you know, yeah, um, yeah. Actually, I do. Back history. I, 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 you know, I can't. I, I, I have favourites and stories that you know aren't so enjoyable, but I. I can never, I can never say any of Doctor Who is crap. Seriously, I, I don't believe any of it is. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, no, I, maybe I, that's just me, you know. But I do agree yeah. with that, and and although you will, you will hear me occasionally refer to things in a in a detrimental way. Um, the caveat with it all is that this is in res- relation to other Doctor yes, Who. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. you know, yeah. you compare. For me, you know that the two ends of the spectrum are City of Death at the top, and the oh, Twin oh. Dilemma, Time yes. Lash yeah. at the bottom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love Twin Dilemma and Time Lash. Don't get me wrong; I will happily watch them any any yeah. any time if they're on, or if somebody says, "Oh, shall we want to watch something like that?" Yeah, I have no problem. I will happily watch watch either of those two stories. Yeah. But in my list of preferences, they are the ones at the bottom. City of Death is the one at the top. Yes. Which doesn't yeah. hold true for a certain Mr. Cock. <laughs> oh, hello. Hello, Suki. So, no. uh, tell us tell us your Doctor Who history. My Doctor Who history starts with the Target books. So, as a child, I used to read a lot, and those Target books were wonderful little presents every so every few days because the library would have, and the school library would have some books there. Uh, you just go in there and just read a book. Oh, and, and when yeah. when was I, this? this? Can you remember what, what early seventies? No, mid mid to late seventies. Mid, mid to yeah. So so the range yeah. had been so, going for a while. So you had a few books to choose from. Yeah, there were a few books to choose from. And this is at the the height of Terence Dix's output when he was popping them out like virtually every couple of months. There'd be a new book. He was popping them out like Katie Price's offspring. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll take your word for it. I'm not up to date. I'm a Jordan. <laughs> I suddenly thought of Katie Manning there, and I thought, hang on, is that a libelous? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. uh, yeah, so I'll be reading them all the while, and then I properly started watching it. I mean, I might have watched the odd episode here and there, probably in the Tom Baker era, but I wouldn't, wouldn't, I wasn't that big of a fan of the TV show. And then when uh, they they showed the Five Faces of Doctor Who just before oh, Peter yeah. Davison came on, yeah. I thought, okay, these are all books. Yeah, these are all stories that I've, I've read the books of, or mm. some of them were anyway. Yeah, so I thought, I'm, although I think that might have been out by then. Although what? Sorry. I think Legopolis was potentially have been. Legopolis might. They oh, repeated. They repeated Legopolis in the Five Faces. They did. Yeah. I'm not yeah. questioning whether the book had come out before the re- the repeat came out. Oh. Was um, the three Doctors had gone out. I three know, Doctors. I know that Carnival of Monsters doctors. definitely. Yeah, and I'm not sure about. I don't, I'm not sure about Crotons. Um, I'm not. I don't know. 
Crotons was later, wasn't it? Crotons was about 85, 86, I think. I think it was one of the the end, wasn't it, with the targets? Yeah, Crotons and Earthly Child are questionable, but certainly certainly the uh, the other two. Yeah, so they were all familiar with from the books. Well, the two, a couple of them were familiar from the books. So, of course, I started watching them, and then I went straight into the Peter Davison era, and I've carried on watching every... Ever since, and, uh, I think I've only ever missed one episode during that time, and that was due to uh, schoolwork. I had to do schoolwork. I had to do homework. And which episode was that? Do you know something? I can't actually remember. It might have uh, been Time Fight episode one, or it might have been um, Arc of Infinity. Right. So well, you, you missed fuck all, basically. <laughs> Says he who loves all of them. Says he, yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes so, and then I've just carried on watching ever since. Isn't it frightening, though, when you think the five face of Doctor that's 40 years ago now? 1981. Years this year. That's scary, isn't it? You know. Other things that are scary are the fact that if we were on the time scale of uh, the original series, we would currently be uh, be looking forward to the Key to Time series <laughs> now. Yes, when yeah. the show has started, and also yeah. the fact that Big Finish has now produced more stories than I think possibly even the two eras put together. Yeah, yeah. Don't, oh, don't stop me! No, don't stop me on Big Finish. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I will just point out to uh, to listeners who may not be aware of this, and I'm sure most of most of our listeners will be aware of this, but in the UK. Yeah. Back in the day when Doctor Who was first on, stories very, very rarely got repeated. Mm. You would get the occasional repeat in, um, I think the the first one, well, the first repeat to my knowledge, obviously, which most people know was the very first episode, which was repeated mm. the following week because of the the uh, the uproar regarding Kennedy's assassination. Um, but after that, I think the first story to actually be repeated was Evil of the Daleks, which was put on after the wheel in space Mm -hmm. and actually sort of put into almost as part of the story when Mm. uh, the the second Doctor was trying to show Zoe what to expect. So put on that as a repeat. Um, The main reason that things weren't repeated before then is that the show was on for 48 weeks of the year, so you, you didn't in the four weeks when it was off the air, put on one of the stories that had already been shown. Um, (laughs) Then you get to the 70s and um, you had uh, things like industrial action and strikes, which is when they started to to re-show some Mm. stories occasionally, which was also helped by the fact that the seasons had switched from being 40-odd, weeks of the year or, or thereabouts down to 26 weeks of the year uh, or thereabouts mm. so i know that the sea devils definitely got repeated i, I think know the demons the demons, the demons was, was, wasn't it yeah demons i'm not sure if the demons i think the demons I, because got apparently like you said, planet the, the new spiders season eight it. box set apparently has got a demons anthology which is meant Omni, to be yeah, an omnibus edition yeah so I think that yeah, yeah. I think, I think that might have been, was that repeated because of some test match cricket that had been well. This is canceled. definitely what what happened when uh, because 
you know with the with the uh, the English weather being what it is, mm. you did tend to get times when cricket matches were unable to go ahead because they of the rain basically, yeah. and they they didn't tend to have old cricket matches to play, which is what they would do now <laughs> if such a thing yeah. happened. Yeah. Um, so they 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 showed something else in place of it, and a couple of times this was a, a Doctor Who omnibus. Um, my earliest memory, I've mentioned this before, but my earliest memory of the show is the Sea Devils. Oh. And I, I would have been I would have been six mm-hmm. when, the, when the Sea Devils went out. So it could very well have been on the original transmission mm. or it could have been the repeat. I don't know. Mm. I do know I have uh, memories of the Three Doctors okay. when that went out. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm within a 12 month period of, yeah. of that yeah. being my earliest, my earliest memory of the show. But it, I, I, as I say, I don't know if it's the original or the um, or the repeat version. I yes. know I saw the repeat version, but obviously because you know memories get jumbled uh, when yeah. you go that far back. Yeah, I can't, I can't say with any degree of certainty which of the two versions was my earliest memory whether it was mm-hmm. the original or whether it was uh whether my actual yeah. earliest memory might not have been the sea devils that is the earliest story that i know yeah. that i remember seeing yes <laughs> you see what yeah. i mean yeah 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 um, yeah yeah you get to the tom baker era and then you suddenly start getting stories repeated mm. um it may have happened with the last john pertwee season because they definitely repeated planet of the spiders like yes. i said i'm not sure if there was yeah. a second repeat or not but it, it started to get to the point where you you would get the second and possibly the fifth story quite often being repeated yeah uh, yeah they they also did um a Santaran experiment omnibus edition of uh that, that got repeated i know for a fact because i recorded oh. it on tape okay um, Aud- I know audio Plan- tape. Audio uh, tape. Yeah, I know yes, Planet yeah. of Evil got repeated. Yes, um, yes, yes. I know I'm Robots um, of Death. I'm a Robots of Death, of death get repeated. repeated. I'm pretty sure Brain of Morbius got repeated yes, as well. Uh, Invisible yes. Enemy and Stones and um, and the Sunmakers got repeated. Pirate Planet and Stones of Blood got repeated. Destiny and City of Death got repeated. Yeah, and then there wasn't a repeat from season 18 oh no i tell her i think did they not right. full sir before you carry on yes i have actually found a website which have got all the repeats on oh right. so i'm cheating there yeah no that's right. fine because it's, it's more reliable than our memories <laughs> well as, as okay start from the beginning then as you said we've got the unearthly child repeat first episode then we got the uh the evil of the daleks Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in 71, we had Spirit from Space, and there was an omnibus edition. Oh, the really? Spirit from Space is repeated. I didn't realise that. Well, Spirit from Space would be repeated because, <laughs> for a start, that was on film, so the quality of it was very good. And if any story is going to have been repeated multiple times, it's going to be Spearhead, isn't it? Which is that and Genesis of the Daleks are probably uh, the two yeah. most repeated oh, stories yeah. in the Genesis. history of the show. Oh, Genesis is the whore of Doctor Who, isn't it? I mean, Genesis is tart you know it's everything everything to a genesis you know so well yeah. so well looks of it uh after spirit of space all the ones in the pertwee era were omnibus editions so you've right. got and they were all shown at christmas so you've got oh, a christmas right. repeat of the demons 
And you've got yeah. a Christmas repeat in 72 of the Sea Devils, omnibus edition. Right. Uh, you've actually got a, a Christmas, uh, a repeat, a repeat of Day of the Daleks omnibus edition, which is on the 3rd of September. So I'm wondering if that was a cricket cricket thing that they just slapped Possibly, in there. Yeah. yeah. And then a like cricket. Yeah. But uh, then Chris, uh, then you got the Christmas uh, repeat was the Green Death. Uh, 74, there was a Sea Devils was repeated again on the 27th of May. And then that would have been Christmas the cricket edition. one. That would definitely right. have been the cricket one. So I definitely remember that one. And then there was a Christmas edition of Planet of the Spiders. spiders. <laughs> and then we've got Arctic Space was repeated yep. on the 29th yep. of August. Ah, okay. And then the Christmas one for that year was... Genesis of the Dark. Genesis. Yeah. And then you would have had yeah. Sontaran as a as a, an omnibus, definitely. Seventy six we there was a Planet of Evil was repeated yeah. weekly. Mm-hmm. Uh, 9th of July Sontaran Experiment was on an omnibus edition. Pyramids Mars Oh Pyramids was repeated not brain on an omnibus. Oh both. Yeah. That's well, impressive. Then you had three season. stories from season season thirteen repeated. Mm. So yeah, in seventy six. Nice. In seventy seven, uh, Deadly Assassin was repeated on a weekly thing. Robert's death was over mm. Christmas was as a two part. Oh, two part. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. 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 Thirty yeah. first yeah. of December and the first of January. Yeah. Uh, 78, we had two stories repeated weekly, Invisible which is Invisible Enemy, Enemy and the Sunmakers. 79 was a pirate planet for Androids of Tara. Oh, Androids of Tara, was it not Stand Android of Blood? I thought it was. Androids of Tara. Oh, that, that was Destiny and City of Death. Yeah. 81, can you guess that? 81. Uh, well, Five Faces. It was Five Faces, wasn't it? Did they do Megalosophil first? Before that? Oh. Yeah, before that. Full oh. Circles, one of them. Megalosophil. Stage of Decay. Stage of Decay. No. No? No, it was keep, uh, Keeper of Tarkin. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 10th to the 13th of August. Then you got the Five Faces of Doctor Who. Right. Yeah. Uh, Crowtons, Carnival of Monsters, Three Doctors, Legopolis. Yeah. 82. Kinder and Earth, Earthshock. Oh, they, they did the Monster Season 82, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, like Earthshock and Curse Peloton. Um, Genesis, yeah. Yeah. Peloton, Genesis, Earthshock, yes. Yes. And what's the other repeat that they did, which is Doctor Who related that year? K9 and Company. Well done, lad. Uh, <laughs> I think it was in a row. Yeah. We had K9 and Company, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and well, of course, I, know, I know they repeated Kinder in the Visitation because they were the first stories that I recorded on video. Oh. Because we well, had a video then, and it was after season 19 had finished, but I was able to get those two. And then from that point onwards, obviously, I had I had everything. Yeah. I'd had so, uh, I'd everything... Um, because I started recording on audio from Robot mm-hmm. Episode 1. Oh, wow, um, did you? Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah. The only problem was, because I was young at the time, I, I only had a handful of tapes. Yeah. And um, so I'd, I'd get to the point where I had maybe two stories, mm. and then it was like, ah, right, okay, well, um, 
what do I do now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, I want to keep recording them. I'm going to have, I've listened to this a few times, so I'll record over it. Yeah, yeah. So a bit like the BBC, really, Miles. A bit like the yeah. BBC, yeah. yes, except the yeah. BBC had more than two tapes, I think. Yes. Um, <laughs> or did they? Maybe no they didn't. Maybe. <laughs> uh, and I got as far as um, Talons, episode two, I think it was. And I wasn't particularly keen on that at the time. Um, and I just thought, you know what, I don't really want to continue recording this because to do that, I would have to record over Mask of Mandragora, Hand of Fear, Deadly Assassin, uh, Robots uh, Death, which I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I thought, yeah. no, I, I won't. I still had some time and experiment, the, dub, the uh, Omnibus edition okay. um, as well. I didn't have anything else from before season 13, but I did have... Oh, interesting. Um, I did okay. have those. So for for a couple of years, for three years, I think it was actually that was my that was my Doctor Who collection. That's your Doctor Who collection, yeah. So basically, yeah. Uh, Mask of Mandragora episode two, because occasionally I'd have problems where the tapes wouldn't work. Um, Hand of Fear episode four um, conked out halfway through, and so did Deadly Assassin episode four. Um, it was recording, but it was really really quiet, and you couldn't actually uh-huh. hear anything. Um, and it was only when I was in 1979, I went on holiday to Blackpool with my, with my mum and dad, mm-hmm. um, that, um, we were going out on the night when City of Death episode four went out okay. and I knew that I was possibly going to miss this. So I persuaded, <laughs> persuaded a friend of mine to record it. To record it for you. Yeah. And <laughs> hearing that again, cause I, I so loved that story. Yeah. Uh, made me think you know what i need to start recording these again yeah. and by that point yeah. i had uh, you know the money to actually have some more tapes yeah so from that point onwards i i recorded everything yeah um yeah. and <laughs> obviously as time went on filled in the gaps so i've I've still got i've got audio tape recordings oh fantastic you know, going from an earthly child now yeah. because when when i got the videos for those stories i would then make an audio recording of them because it was yeah. nice nice to just you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. when you're on when, the car, when, when, you, you, yeah, when you're yeah. a kid, just um, just you know, go to bed, stick your headphones on, and, yeah, and listen. listen to yeah. that. And um, if the if the BBC do decide to suddenly junk those stories, then you've got some record there, Miles. You know, um, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, I think I think we're we're past the point when we need to particularly worry about the BBC junking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think hope so. I think enough people have got copies of of everything now that we we're we're all right with that. But uh... isn't it interesting though how here we are and we're talking about our memories of childhood relating directly to an episode of Doctor Who being shown? You yeah. know, and you're you're just saying, no, see, I remember, <clears throat> excuse me, going on holiday to Skegness in 1975. I was four, and I remember saying to my dad, can we get there before Doctor Who starts? And it was the first episode of Terror of the Zygons. And I remember it was black and white telly. We were in a little flat in Skegness, and there was a transmitter failure. And halfway through Terror of the Zygons, it blanked out. And apparently, looking at Doctor Who magazine in years to come, that happened to about three-quarters of the country. Three-quarters of the country didn't see see Terror of the Zygons part one. Because, I was one of the part of the quarter know, of the country that did. You saw all of it. I did. Oh, yes, yeah. I I do remember that I missed an episode of the Green Death. That uh-huh. was the only episode, uh, apart from 
uh, City of Death episode four, which I still saw probably two thirds of uh, and had to be dragged out of the hotel. <laughs> so I was still trying to watch, <laughs> still doing that thing of as you're dragging, you sort of crane your neck to, so yeah. you can keep, keep watching it as much as possible. But um, but I was I was fortunate because obviously it was one of the stories that they repeated yeah. uh, within a year. So I didn't have to wait long to actually see what I'd missed. Um, but even to this day, I, I've listened to that story that and that particular episode so many times yeah. that I can recite most of it. <laughs> have, have you still got the how many tapes have you still got, Miles? The audio tapes? Um, all of have them. You... You got all of them. You got all. Of them. Wow. Yeah, yeah. As I say, yeah. when when I got copies of the videos, I would then make a re- make an audio recording of them. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, stuff that wasn't around on video, I don't have um, yeah. audio copies of. So, oddly enough, the stories that only existed on audio, mm-hmm. most of them I don't have the audio of. But okay. um, pretty much everything that's on video, I think I've got an audio copy of. Wow. Even though I haven't listened to any of them for donkey's uh, years now because yeah. obviously we've we've got you know the videos and now the dvds and now the blu-rays and the box sets are coming out mm. And, mm. um you you know when you're on your uh your your, your job wouldn't yes. that be an ideal thing just to bang into you onto your well there would be but then uh, then how am i going to listen to podcasts Suki? <laughs> see i i go for walks to listen to my podcast because i can't get to i now get a chance now to do it at work because too many people want to talk to you. I, I, I say, find yeah. um, that that whilst listening, whilst travelling is is a great thing to do. Uh, for me, it's basically travelling to and travelling back from. Uh, once I've actually started my job with deliveries, I'm in and out so of the van so often. And I, I um, if I'm listening to a song, for example, I hate list- stopping a song in the middle of a song. I would have to get to the end of the song. If I did that, my route would take three times as long because <laughs> I would constantly be having to wait to the end of a song to do it. So I tend to just stop at that point because uh, I'd never get anything done. Uh, and you certainly couldn't listen to a story. It would be way too disjointed. You'd be stopping and starting, stopping and starting all the time. So, um yeah, so uh, so I basically have the journey to work and from work, and and that tends now to be uh, to be filled up mostly to listening to Suki on different podcasts. It has to be said. <laughs> I am glad somebody's out there listening to me, and um, thank you very much, Miles. <laughs> That's all right, mate. That's all right. Uh, which leads us nicely into um, you know, your your podcasting experience, Nick. Do you have any previous podcasting experience? Uh, I, oh, a couple of years ago, I started an A to Z with a friend of mine. We just wanted to ramble about stuff. And it lasted just for a few general episodes. subject, is it just A to Z? Of- yeah, we, we chose an episode. We sat down and chatted about things beginning with the letter L or M. And it was just very random. It wasn't scripted at all, you know. And that was it, to be honest. You know, Did you get as far as P? We did it randomly. I can't. I've, somewhere I've got them stored. I've got, I've got them saved somewhere, but I can't remember what letters we covered. I, you know, the, I, we just went for random things. I think the letter M. If you the, kept going, then P. You could do P is for pandemic. I exactly. Yeah. And not that you'd have much to talk about with that. No. <laughs> I think you know we did M is for we talked about Mandela effect. We we just went for very random things really. But um, no, that that was it. That that was. You look, yeah, no, you should have talked about mandrels. Mandrels. Yeah. That would have been good, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Nelson Mandela should have played a man. It's time, it's time for the director. It's very confused. Yeah, you do get a confused. <laughs> yeah, no, I um that that's been it really. You know. Okay. Yeah. Whereas Suki, your your podcasting history is a little bit more convoluted than that. <laughs> yes, yeah, sort of. It's well. I've been listening to podcasts for many years and uh, I've always sent in correspondence and stuff to various podcasts over the years. And it was always a thrill when they'd read my little bits out. And then when uh, there was a couple of American podcasts that I listened to, and one of them was uh, asking for people to come on and review a show with them. So I said, yeah, okay. So I sent sent in a request and I, I got accepted. And that was my first podcast. And then got it, uh, Mark uh, Cockrum, uh, from, uh, who was formerly a Blue Box podcast, who was yeah. at the time a Blue Box podcast, who was also doing Nerdology. Nerdology, yes. Uh, so he asked me to come on there t- for, uh, uh, to discuss, a, a pr- uh, discuss the Band of Brothers, if you remember that, uh, that, uh, that uh, TV series from the uh, 880s. Early nineties, yeah. Right. So he asked me to come on to that, and I've got no experience really of that uh, that, that series, except maybe just watching it the once, and I knew David Schwimmer was in it. And he says, "Come on, we'll talk about it." And I, I mumbled my way through it, and that was my second experience. And then I, I appeared on odd occasions on other podcasts, and just to uh, keep me handy, handy, and then. One of the ones that I followed on a regular basis was True. And at the time, uh, Bob left, and uh, uh, one of the cowhouse on the podcast, he left, and they decided, the the other two, which was Mark and Craig, that they would have guest house on there, and they'd be, they'd be able to carry the podcast on. So I applied, I was one of the guest house, and I came on, and uh, he says, yeah, it was a good little episode, it was... Uh, if I remember correctly, it was Robot, and we had a good little, <laughs> it was a good little fun episode, and I enjoyed myself, and uh, I didn't think too much of it. And then at the, on that same year, there there was a, a convention called Warcon in Manchester, and I knew that the Pogtru guys were going there, and they says if you come down, we'll all meet up. And I says, and I thought to myself, yeah, I'll go to that. So I made my little journey up there. Met uh, the, the three of them because they were all there, and we had a good time. Spent all day virtually all together, virtually all day together. And then at the end of the night, we're in the pub. Me, I'm a teetotal person these days, but they were uh, slowly getting blattered, bladdered. Some not so slowly, I would imagine. Well, not so slowly. But then uh, they they decided to have this little meeting, the three of them, and they offered uh, Bob. Bob Bob wasn't part of the group anyway. But he, he's, I mean, he'd left the podcast, but he'd put his uh, two pennies in, in as well. And they all had this little meeting. They says, do you fancy coming on to become a, a member of Procture? And I says, yeah, I'm not going to say no to that, am I? So <laughs> I came on and thinking it was just going to be them from then on, me, Craig and Mark. But then Bob decided he's going to be back as well because uh, he, he just enjoyed uh, the interaction. He decided, he decided he wanted to come back on again. Uh, so it became a foursome again for a, a number of uh, number of uh, episodes until Bob left, and then while Bob while Bob was on the episode, he decided they were going to do 
uh, a Star Trek po- podcast as well. And so the second series of Discovery had just started, and he wanted to discuss uh, Discovery as a separate podcast on the Prog Drew feed. So he started setting that up, and that was going to be me and Bob, and then one other person called John. And then after the first episode, Bob <laughs> Bob couldn't really keep it going. He couldn't. He didn't have the time to do two podcasts at the same time. So he decided to leave. And so it became me and John. And we'd have a guest house. John is one of the best people I know. And he's one of the most important person, one of the most important people I've met in my life for the last two or three years because he's just wonderful to talk to. He does. He, he can start a conversation and carry it on. And he's just funny. He's incisive. He knows what he's talking about. And I think I just, as I've said many, many times, I just hang on to his cowtails and I let him do most of the work. And then I'll just chip in with my little conversation. And from that Discovery podcast, we've now gone on to do a set of another one, which is uh, Trek This Out, which is, again, it's me and John. But we've got Bob back on again, and then Lindsay and Andrea. And this is like a five piece where we just dis- discuss Star Trek in general. And it's a, it's a good little sweary, fun podcast from people up and down the country. And we have a good time having a good laugh and giggle with it. And then the, the third podcast that I'm doing, sorry about this, but the third podcast <laughs> I'm doing is Take Your Seats podcast, which is something that John wanted to do. Well, 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 both me and John wanted to do, which is discuss movies. But then we sort of narrowed it down to sci-fi movies. And what we do is just ask people to come on who, with their favourite sci-fi movies and we'll discuss it with you. We, we will not be negative about your film unless you're <laughs> negative about the film. Right? Because it's, if it's your favourite film, it's no point us coming on there and just really slagging that film off because that is not our podcast. If, you are, if that's one of your favourite films, we are happy to uh, you know, talk about that, the, the moments which make you happy about that movie. And it's like we, we have some weird choices and one of the weirder ones was obviously which one, Miles? Well, I don't know. Plan Nine from Outer Space. That's a oh. man with two brains. Man with two brains. Plan Nine. You can just say they're just slightly sci-fi, but they're just bad uh, movies. To be fair, Plan Nine from <laughs> Outer Space is incredibly sci-fi. It's a proper 1950s <sighs> B movie sci-fi. It's a brilliant movie. Yeah. It's, it's it's so bad that it's brilliant. That's the beauty yeah. of it. Um, and the man with two brains is about a man who transplants brains, which is which is pure science fiction. So you can't say that's not sci-fi. I'm not saying it wasn't sci-fi. I just think the word really. It's not a space opera or anything like that, but it definitely falls into into the scientific remit. <laughs> yes, and that is, that is my podcast. Oh, on this one as well, by the way. I Doctor Who's line is it anyway? Miles was always asking for people to come on. So this is the beginning of my Proctor Who career, and I thought, okay, I'll just come on for one episode because I'd seen other people from various other podcasts coming on to his show, onto his episode. Next thing you know, I'm looking on the website, and my name's part of the cast. Right? <laughs> uh, I'm expected to be there every other week, every week, like to record an episode. 
It's a bit like being, being out of, isn't it? It's yeah, like I, I, said, I, I never actually agreed to being on the podcast. <laughs> I, I came on just for the one episode, and then I, it sort of got shanghai into being there every week. Right? Yeah, that's miles for you. <laughs> it's funny, Suki, because in some ways our sort of podcasting journey is very similar. Like yourself, I've been listening for several years i think i started 2011 2012 something like that primarily with the blue box podcast because they the guys were from near where i live basically so i thought oh that's interesting and that was that was good it was entertaining and what have you and like yourself you know i started writing in and i became quite a sort of a regular con- contributor with uh, with letters and stuff and then i appeared my first podcast that i appeared on was actually one that hayden gribble from diddly dumb that he was doing which was a james bond podcast oh, podcasters yes. royale yeah. and so i said yeah i wouldn't mind talking about that and i i came on and i did um i did uh the spy who loved me and i did the man with the golden gun for them and then i got a chance to come on frog to who again same as you and bizarrely I think my first story that I did with them was Planet of the Spiders. So I did the story before your first story. And I've been on I've been on a few times since with them and just thought, you know, I I wanted to do something myself and I wanted to do something different to what everybody else was doing. I'd previously been I'd run a Doctor Who group in, in Exeter called the Devon Seaside Devils. And one of the things that we did, we started doing audio recordings we, we, from the script books. Uh, and we did The Talents of Wen Chiang, and, and that was good fun. And oh, I, had the, I had the facility to link two videos together, record from one to the other, but have a mic going into the second one so that you could just record your own sound over the top of it. Mm. So I thought, oh, we could try this. Obviously, we don't have the script book for it, but oh, sorry, let's just make it up as we go along. And that was the genesis, really, of, of what became Doctor Who's Line Is It Anyway? We did uh, two stories. We did, go- I've got to say this right, Ghost Light, because we called it Goat Lice. <laughs> um, and we did Silver Nemesis, which we called Saliva Menaces. Um <laughs> And this, this, you know, just simply that, just the stupid thing of messing mm. the title up has followed through to what we're doing now. It was recorded on one mic. It was completely live. There were a lot of younger members in the group. So we had people of sort of, you know, 11, 12, 13 going on. And obviously kids of that age are a little bit, if they want to get involved, they can get a little bit over the top with things. Uh, so it was a little bit anarchic. But there were some gems in there, and it was fun to do. And this this idea sort of came back to me when I was thinking what I could do as a podcast and thought, well, surely with what we're doing now, with the, the technology that we've got, you know, I've got editing software I can get. Surely if we can get people together and and sit down and watch an episode, we yeah. can do the same thing. Wow. Um, and yeah. this way, if everybody's recording their own audio stream – if there's bits where we're talking across each other, I can move them around, I can cut them out and what have you, so that it all makes sense. Yeah. And and that's how how Doctor Who's line started. 
Wow. Um, okay. And that was, we started in 2016. Our first episode went out on the anniversary date, 2016, mm. but we actually started recording in January and we spent the next 10 months basically recording as much as we could and getting stuff together so that we had a a, a catalogue of stories yeah. that we could put out week by week because I wanted to make sure that we went out on a weekly basis mm -hmm. because I, I knew from things like Radio Free Scaro and Verity how important it was when you try to gain an audience that you're going out regularly at the same yes. time each week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, people know what to expect and they become they rely on that. Mm. Um, obviously, that's changed a bit for us over the last couple of years because of the various issues that we've had with um, with the mainly with the hard drive, where I had several several other episodes ready to go uh, or virtually ready to go, uh, and partly worked on um, that has become unaccessible. So we had to kind of we had to stop. We also had a problem with uh, with our uh, our host. We were on a, car, a, a site called Tapewrite to start with, and um, and they just they just disappeared one day. One one day they were there, and the next day they weren't. Mm. Um, so I still had all the all, all the episodes that we'd done up to that point, but we had to find another host site, and then we had to transfer all the old episodes onto there so that we didn't you know we didn't lose. Uh, a back audience with that from people mm. who didn't want to come into where we where we were at that point without knowing what had gone on before so we've had various issues like that that have stopped us going out weekly and then work has become frantic for me and I've not had mm. the time to, to to do towards things so we've kind of gone away from the from the weekly thing we've also kind of gone away from the improv thing to a degree just simply because we've had a great deal of problem getting cast members together but you know, we're still we're still trying to to get the episodes out there, and I think things like mm. this, um, you know, are are good and they're interesting, and it, it's more along the lines of a traditional podcast. Yeah, um, yeah. But whereas what we're doing is is talking about our memories of of the show, rather than a, a specific episode and things like that. So it's it's more of an informal chat, really. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's nice because I like I like listening to you know people chatting like that on podcasts and that's really what interviews are really it's it's just just kind of more of an informal chat most of the time yeah yeah well there you go listeners that was interesting wasn't it that's part one oh we've got more to come we've got a lot more to come there might even be two more parts to this one this one this was a chat that went on and on and on but it was interesting and it's good and we hope you're going to like it so join us in a couple of weeks where you'll get part two. Oh, something to look forward to cheerio so Suki, we're on we're on friday um how many podcasts this week i've done none this week none no 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 are you well <laughs> uh no no i just haven't done any cool uh we i did i tried I was on uh, check this out on Monday, yeah. and then I had to leave because of family issues. Right. And that was so I was on there for about probably about twenty minutes before I had mm -hmm. to come off and leave the others to it. And that's it. Next week I'm on check this out on Monday and prog through on uh, Wednesday. Oh shit! Sorry, tell a lie. I did one today. 
<laughs> today, you forgot the one you did today. <laughs> yeah, that, that was. Um, I'm trying. I forgot all about it. That was with the. Um, you you lose Phil. track. You yeah, lose track, don't you? Thank you for listening to Doctor Who's Line Is It Anyway? If you'd be interested in joining the cast on either regular or semi-regular basis, or even just as a one-off, then please feel free to do so. We're always looking for new cast members, and as you can see, it's a lot of fun. Just get in contact with myself or any of the usual crew via Facebook, Twitter, or any of the other usual means. We're all easy to find. So, yes, please just get in contact with us. Similarly, if you'd like to suggest anything that we can do, you could suggest a conversation we could have, you could suggest uh, an improv idea that we could use, you could suggest um, character traits or accents or storylines for particular stories. We're always welcoming things like this and we'll use anything that we can. We would also welcome things like artwork or music or, in fact, if anybody would like to do any editing it's, it's very interesting doing the editing it's hard work it's time consuming but it's really satisfying when you see what comes up at the end so if anybody's interested in doing that please get in contact with us obviously you can find us on stitcher on anchor fm on apple podcasts this have probably how you're listening to this in the first place and if you could be so kind as to leave us a small review and a like that would be really appreciated it boosts our figures and gives people a better chance of finding us when they're looking for Doctor Who podcasts or comedy podcasts or improv podcasts. Anyway, enough of that from me. We'll see you again next time. Bye-bye. From all of us here on BBC One, a very good night. Good night.